right, folks, we're back. And it is Monday, the day before election. <clears throat> Glad to be back here in the studios. And this is your host, Radio Strongman. There we go. A lot better. Can you hear? All right. And it's the day before election, and politicians are running hard. Candidates are looking for that last vote, that last appeal to get their vote of the public out there. And to that end, we have called back by popular man himself,、uh, Mr. Dale McWhorter. He's running in District 2. He is the, well, former incumbent. So I guess you could call it former incumbent. And、uh, so it's an open seat. He's coming, contending for his old seat. He did six years in that position. Uh, he was a, a stabilizing force there when he was there, and uh, uh, he's on the ballot. and We want to welcome Daryl back. Good evening to everyone. I'm glad to be here. How are you, you doing, sir? I'm doing well. What's going on out there in your campaign here?、Uh, we're basically going down to the wire.、Mm-hmm. Um, in roughly, what, 13 hours, the 14 hours, the polls will be open,、mm-hmm. and we will start、uh, casting our vote. Uh, to elect all of our officers statewide as well as our local officers here in the county. And we are running for Hines County District 2 Supervisor. All right, Daryl McWhorter here. He's again going to be on the ballot tomorrow, District 2.、Uh, that race uh, uh, has a, well, just you and him, right? You and Tony? Right. Okay, just, you, just two people. Just two people in that race. And Daryl is the、uh, incumbent, and you know he has a track record of accomplishment. Cooper Tire, Stable Street, Stable、uh, Board Meetings,、uh, the whole nine yards. He brings a level of、uh, maturity and sophistication and decorum <clears throat> that is so sorely needed in our public body. So, Daryl, we're, we're wishing you all the best on tomorrow, bro.、Uh, thank you、uh, very much. Again, we've been out trying to get a message out and get the word out to the public、uh, that we too wanted to see a change, wanted to see some. Harmony on the board that we can get some things done in Hines County.、Uh, Hines County has enough things going against it where we're fighting to tra- just try to stabilize things that we don't need to be self destructing.、Mm-hmm. And so, if we can just get to the point that、uh, we can start focusing on the positive things of the county and putting those things to use、uh, so that we can get、um, our roads, bridges, infrastructure taken care of, deal with the issues with our Um, jails and the criminal justice system, those things in place. And then we can work also on the economic development of trying to get businesses、um, to do business in Hines County. Well, it sounds like you're not running against anybody. You're running for Hines County. Right, right.、Um, uh, I'm not spending any of my time talking about uh, what uh, somebody else is or is not doing. I'm just basically saying that we're offering our services to go back in. We did a lot of things while we were in office, and I have received a few texts and comments, emails that indicated that we didn't do anything when we were in office, and I beg to differ on that.、Uh, just some of the things we just didn't spend a lot of time talking about it, and, and even you yourself will oftentimes remind me, Daryl, don't wait so long to come back and tell the people what you're doing. <laughs> Well,、so. you know, I say that to you. I say that to all elected officials.、Uh, you can come in and talk about what you do. As a matter of fact, even as a candidate, now you could call in or come in and talk about what you're doing as a candidate. You can't talk about your candidacy. I mean, excuse me, you can talk about what you've done as an elected official. Right.、Uh, your day to day capacity and what you've done, yada, yada, yada.、Uh, but you can't talk about a campaign. And many 
fail to take me up on that, and then they, they'll call in、uh, during election season and, and want free time. And I'm saying, no, that's not how it works. This is not WNPR. And even over there, it's not quite free. You're going to have to put some money in the tip jar、uh, as an underwriter or something. But the bottom line is, never miss the opportunity to talk about your campaign. Even if you're going to be a candidate in the future and you have yet to declare, you come in here and talk. We can chop it up. But many of you don't want to do that. You want to try to be coy, like you got some secret ideals that's going to just blow the socks off everybody when you, once you announce. No, you don't. You might as well just state whatever you have. And if the idea is a good idea, you pray that somebody will take advantage of it and run with it. Because what do you want? You want a better、uh, system of government and right. governance. Right. So、uh, this is why、uh, when, you, when you hear Daryl talking,、uh, In the authority of which he speaks, he understands the numbers, he understands the, the challenges that、uh, Hines County、uh, is facing. And all, the, all that is, gonna, is, is not going to require the theatrics and、uh, you know, setting your hair on fire and、uh, talking about you know, who done you wrong, who done you right type stuff. It's just a matter. You've got to deal with the cards you're dealt with on a daily basis. All right. Again, we,、uh, we look forward to the opportunity to、um, serving in this capacity.、Uh, again,、um, we think that we can work with a majority of the board members, if not all of them.、Mm -hmm. to, I mean, all, all, all the supervisors are going to have common, the exact same issues.、Uh, when someone has a problem with their road, when they have a blowout on their tire or,、uh, because of a pothole, they don't care who district is in. They don't care whether it's in the county or the city or state. They just want it fixed. Right. They want it taken care of. If there's an、uh, issue with a store closing or whatever, they just want it dealt with. They don't care who fixes it or who handles it or whatever the case may be. They want it done. And so the supervisor has a common、uh, group of issues that we have to deal with.、Uh, we just have to learn how to get the funding in place and manage the funding once we get it to address as many things as we possibly can. You know, that's one of the things that、uh, I personally believe. Uh, and I advocate, and that is whatever body that you find yourself sitting on, be it board of supervisors, alderman, or dog catcher, whatever, you have to understand none of this is going to be possible without revenue. So you have to always have your eye on those things that distract from the,、uh, the bottom line or add to it and、uh, adjust your sales accordingly. You don't have the luxury of saying, well, I'm not going to do this when it's. Excuse me, affecting the ad valorem taxes, the revenues, the tax valuations, the quality of life.、Uh, you, have to be, you, you have to be above yourself. You have to get above your pettiness or whatever your personal feelings are and realize I ran for this position. These people are dependent on me to stabilize the system, grow the system, certainly not harm it. Right, right. And so we all have our role and our part to play、mm -hmm. uh, in making that happen. Well. Uh oh. Sorry about that. Little,、uh, little Trump there.、Uh, the, the deal is, is this here that when you're down there on the Board of Supervisors and you're talking with the various、uh, Board of Supervisors, there's a certain decorum that has to be there.、Uh, they're not your sworn enemies. You may have some differences, and I'm sure there may be one or two on how the dollar's chopped up on this project or that project, but. At the end of the day, your goal is to try to reach a happy medium. Everybody's not going to be happy on everything. Right.、Um, and again,、um, the way Hines County and most of, this,、um, most of the supervisors are set up,、um, they're not on a beat system, which simply means each district has its own
public works department, its own administrator and all of that. Um, um, and so whatever decision is made and whatever road is decided on to be repaired, replaced, whatever bridge, it's going to have to go before the board, and you have to be able to generate at least a three to two vote to get anything approved. Mm-hmm. And so what you don't want to do is create so much controversy among yourselves that you're on the losing side of that three to two vote. Mm-hmm. And they can very easily, if they want to and mean-spirited, uh, they can vote you out of whatever else they have. That There's no law that says the funds have to be divided equally. Right. So. Well, that's why it's important, folks, that you get the uh, that calming hand and uh, voice on the board to work with uh, the various board members and uh, let's see, you worked with the, what, three of them or two? Of, how, how many is left there? So I guess two of them. Uh, two, I would have worked with them in the past. Right. So you're not. And we uh, got two new ones. And you worked well with them when you were there. Yes. Okay. So, folks, that's a uh, th- that's a step forward right there, the fact that uh, uh, he has worked well with Bobcat and with Robert Graham uh, in the past. And as he pointed out during the time he was there, there was a uh, – understanding that uh, everybody's beat would be service to the best of the ability of all to yield to the needs of each district, uh, the numbers pretty much dictate what's going to happen on the dollars right. and cents. Right. Um, <clears throat> once, a quarter, I mean, once every four years, the state allocates its funds at the beginning of each uh, uh, fiscal term uh, after, right after the election. Mm-hmm. And again, because some of the roads, and that's usually about $4 million, some of the roads are so long and so big uh, in Hines County, especially in District 2 and District 5, that you could eat up $3 million just on one road. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got probably close to 900 roads that need repairs. Right. Uh, so do you spend all of it on that one road, or do you divide it up in several roads? Uh, and so those are the type of decisions you have to kind of make on them front end if you have no other resources no no other funds to work with you know one of the things daryl that uh from my vantage point on the totem pole as a taxpayer and as a citizen voter uh and that is is there any way we can enlist others because look we as taxpayers we can't afford all the government that's needed to solve all the problems that we want as tax taxpayers uh addressed uh what about enlisting others let's just say Money's come in where we're making money is available for less fortunate or anytime the government, in this case, the county, extends a dollar to someone. Is it beyond reason asking them, well, is there something you want to help out volunteer? Can you give them a list of things that the county needs? Just some hands, some labor, some, uh, you know, whether it's augmenting the uh, uh, the the sheriff has the volunteer deputies, other departments could get volunteers to help in the, let's say, the clerical arena so that we can free those people who are on the payroll to go out and do some things that requires, you know, some hands, et cetera. I just think we need to try to be creative in, in terms of that because I don't think we need to just be giving out dollar bills and saying, we understand your plight, yada, 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 and then we can't ask anything of the recipient. That just, that's, I can't get my head around that. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. And, and there are different uh, agencies within the county as well as within the cities. Um, that you do have volunteers, especially when it coming comes to uh, cleanup efforts, mm-hmm. when I was uh, trashing and debris and stuff like that. Um, as far as 
community outreach type thing. Those are a lot of volunteer type people, fire departments uh, that we're working with. Um, um, the sheriff, you said, had some mm-hmm. volunteer deputies and things of that nature that they, they work with um, mm-hmm. in there. But even all of those departments, um, what we consider under, uh, I guess the term they're going to use is underfunded. Right. Uh, they don't have enough funds to do the things that they're wanting to do. And mm-hmm. so we have to still look at those budgets and it's not a matter of what you want. What do we have to do? What, what's the, what, what's required by law? And then what is the best use of those funds and getting them done? Can we, can we, can we, um, uh, merge some things together, uh, whatever it takes to utilize some of those funds. You know, it's one of the things uh, I always wondered uh, when you see lines at the uh, unemployment agency or the workmen's where you go to pick up your unemployment check or whatever. And I'm saying, uh, these people are out of work. You got a line here that means you don't have enough help. Why don't you draft some? There's some folks out there in this line who will be <laughs> gladly to show up to help, you know, just in, in lieu of, you know, take right. the check. I mean, I'm just saying. We have no problems act, uh, asking the hardworking taxpayers of this country to constantly pitch in to help the less fortunate, yet we ask nothing of the less fortunate. Uh, I'm sorry, we're not going in that direction if, if I'm in charge of anything. Everybody's got to do something. We're going to mainstream everybody's opportunity to contribute. Right. I understand. But, but again, you know, I'm uh, I'm just from a different era, man, in terms of, well, we're about the same age, but... The bottom line is something's going to have to be dead. I can't tote all these folks, Daryl. <laughs> we need some help. We're talking with Daryl McWhorter. He's on the ballot tomorrow, November 7th. And, Daryl, what do you need the people to do? We're going into the break here. Oh, what do you need the people to do? Well, look, we want them to uh, show up uh, and go out and vote tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, from 7 to 7 at your polling location. And if you're in Hines County District 2, we're on the back page of that ballot. Please do not rush and check all the boxes on the front. And fail to flip it over to the back, and but turn it over on the back, and we're on the back page of the ballot tomorrow. Daryl McQuarrie, Hines County District Two. Please vote for us. All right, let's take a break. Our call-in number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. That number is brought to you by Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutters. You can contact them by going to CompleteExteriorsMS.com. Hey, folks, we're back, and it is Monday, the day before election. Dale McQuarters, District 2 candidate. I guess you could say he's incumbent because he is an incumbent. He was there. Neither one of them were there beforehand uh, over the last four years, so he's the incumbent uh, as far as I'm concerned. But I also want to remind you, the AC doctor stands at the ready to help you with your heat and air conditioning needs. As you know, it's been hot, it's been cold, it's been cold, it's been hot. Matter of fact, they're predicting a very snowy winter here in the South. <laughs> so you need to get the uh, your HVAC checked out, and your comfort is their concern. Give the AC doctor a call at 601-706-4551, 601-706-4551, or theacdr.com on the web. Who do we have? John. We got John. Hey, John. Yes, sir. You're on the air, sir. Yes, sir. Daryl, haven't you? Uh, you've been on the uh, board of supervisors before, haven't you? Yes, sir. Okay, what was your reason for resigning then when you resigned off? Uh, didn't enough people vote for me. <laughs> I, got, I got voted out. Oh, I didn't out. know you got voted out. I thought yeah, you resigned uh, from Dave, uh, David L. David L. won that election against yeah. him four years ago. Okay, well, I was misinformed because I'd vote for you in the past. Sometimes. I was just curious. I was told by somebody that you resigned all of a sudden, and that's what had me 
my curiosity up. No, okay. it, it was exactly 103 votes that caused me to resign. So, against okay. me. So. Okay. Well, he's looking for your vote tomorrow. Can you do that? No, no, no. He, uh, no, I was involved in the deal where with the board of supervisors, which that uh, down on Spring Ridge Road, the dump down there, and uh, I was at the meeting when 99 percent of the people that were there. Ask him to vote no on the extension of it, and he they went the other way, and they allowed it to expand to allow more dump to go in. And uh, I just thought that he was there to represent the people of the, the district. And when you get 99% of the people ask him to vote one way and he does the other way, I just had a problem. All right. All right. Well, appreciate you then. Well, we we'll put you down as doubtful. No, 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 no <laughs> doubtful. I mean, I voted for Daryl. I know him. He's almost a neighbor of mine. I go by his house twice a day. I voted for him many a times, many, many, ever since he's been running. But that one time when I understand that he's supposed to represent the people of the district, and when everybody showed up at court and the 99% hands went up for him to vote no, uh, he ended up voting the other way. So I just have a problem with it. All right. But I appreciate you, sir, but I do listen to your station. Appreciate you being out there. Thanks for that vote then. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks, John. You know, uh, Daryl, that's part of uh, one of the trials and tribulation of being an elected official. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I constantly say that were I a elected official, my policies are going to be based on two things. What's good for kids, babies, and what's good for property values. Okay. Now, and I understand what he's saying about the expansion, but you also have to look at it from the standpoint, are we positioning ourselves for future growth? If we don't have place, like you were talking about, the lack of sewer uh, connections out there in Western Hines County, uh, an expansion of the sewer lines, et cetera, will go a long way towards economic development. The same way with having a place to de- deposit our trash is going to go a long way. So you got some hard decisions to make. Right, and you just make them to the best of your uh, abilities. Um, I'm assuming that he's referencing when they came to the boardroom. That was not court. It was actually the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and the actual landfill that he's referencing is not even in my district. Uh, it's in another district. And I specifically stated in that room that I was in a very odd position because I knew just about everybody in the room and half of the people on one side, I, I went to school with half of the people on both sides of the issue. and so. But you still have to make a decision. And one of the decisions you make is that does a landowner have the rightful, uh, lawful right to use his land for the purpose that it is legally zoned with? And that's basically the question that we had to answer that particular day. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, and those are issues that are going to continue to plague, just like what's going on up there in Madison County with the building of uh, the homes by D.R. Horton on that narrow, well, just the two-lane road. But the bottom line is you're going. there's going to be some hard calls to make. Uh, I'm just going to tell you my leaning is going to be towards future growth and what's good for kids and babies. Uh, the kids have to be educated. They have to be fed. we got to have a tax base to do all that. Uh, you cannot... And I, I'm not speaking specifically regarding the expansion of the garbage uh, 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 dump, but you cannot do it strictly on rooftops alone. 
I mean, that's a burden on rooftop owners. That's what's happening here in the city of Jackson. They're trying to fund the entire government pretty much off rooftops, and you need businesses, a good business mix to make that thing really, really work and take the burden off everybody. But again, those are、uh, things that you're going to have to slowly adjust to. So, Daryl, so you, you've had the pleasure of being、uh, uh, disliked because of your stances and votes, but、uh, is there an underlying uh, uh, Philosophy, doctrine, or principle that you go by when, you, when, when you're doing votes, or each vote stands on its own, or has its own peculiarities? Yeah, each vote stands on its own, and, and you just have to make the decision uh, uh, based off of what you believe is, is right. And again, regardless of which way you vote, most of the time, you're going to offend somebody.、Uh, you try to be respectful. Um, to them, and、uh, I try to at least. Everybody doesn't do that.、Um, but I try to be respectful and I try to hear them out. But at the end of the day, if I, my mind is made up that this is the way I'm going to vote, and I usually tell you,、um, it's not a hidden secret with me. You can probably ask me well in advance where I'm going to stand on an、mm-hmm. issue, and I will share that、um, with you. But again, you're going to offend some people either way. And I'm the type of guy that I love for everybody to tell me I did a wonderful job.、Mm-hmm. But here's the issue is that only the people who are upset with me、uh, go on the air or send me an email or send me a text、mm-hmm. <laughs> telling me how much they dislike what I did or what I、uh, didn't do right. Very seldom do the people you support and so many people you help out、um, come back and say, Oh, I really appreciate you doing that. I'm really glad that happened or something like that. So you don't get a lot of pats on the back, you get a lot of、uh, complaints.、So. Well, you know,、uh, somebody sent me a meme some weeks back. And it made note of that very same thing.、Uh, make, sure you, uh, make sure you spend as much effort to get even with the folks who've done you right as the folks who've done you wrong.、Right. And、uh, oftentimes we forget that. You know, we just bypass it and just go on to the next. But、uh, again, when people are out there rowing in the right direction, doing it for the right reasons, you know, you have to yield. That's one of the things that I've learned since I've been、uh, in politics and gotten older in the tooth, longer in the tooth, and that is. Uh, there are no permanent friends, no permanent enemies in politics.、Uh, you may, I remember how, how John Moore was the one who really brought this home to me in terms of my experience with him. I was so mad at him when we were involved with the Tea Party, and、uh, we felt like he was not as stalwart as we wanted him to be on some educational choice issues. And,、uh, but it turns out, you know, John was there on pretty much everything else. But again, you can't, I mean, if you want to throw people out with the bathwater, You can.、Uh, this Anthony Smith guy that you're, that you're opposing, this is Cradell and Benny's guy. I mean, you're going to get the Hines County Jail again.、Uh, but hey, you do it. I mean, you feel, if you feel good about it, you want to make a stand, you want to prove a point, you're going to prove a bigger point when you get more bond doogles out of, the,、uh, of someone. As you, I mean, you know what Benny's going to deliver for you. You know his stances. You know what Cradell has done for you. So if you want to, sometimes you've got to realize you've got to weigh things in the balance. But. Anyway, Daryl,、yeah. it's a thankless job you have there, son, you're running for, but it's called Life in the Big City, I guess. Yeah, and uh, uh, um, we still make up our mind and、um, to still try to do what we can for the community and for our family. Again, when we sit at home, we don't sit at home thinking about all of the different ways we can run different departments and run different cities and agencies.、Mm-hmm. We have the same problems that everybody else. We see the same thing. We see the grass growing, we see the streets in bad condition. Uh, we want nice parks and、uh, communities and things of that nature for our children and grandchildren as well. 
and it's easier to sit back and talk about it and complain about it, and, but very few people step up and actually go out and do something about it. And, and we made that decision, and so along with that, you get, the, get very few compliments and a whole lot of complaints, and that's part of it. <laughs> well, like I said, it's life in the big city. Our number, 601-879-0002, Hines County District 2 incumbent, Dale McQuarters in the uh, studios. He's asking for your consideration on tomorrow. You want to bring stable government back to Hines County. You got a known quantity here. Uh, you heard about the shenanigans that went on in the primary. You can uh, sidestep all that going forward by putting back in there a man who has uh, demonstrated his fidelity to doing right. So I commend him to you. Uh, the number here again is 879-0002. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Monday, the day before election. We have Dale McQuarter in the studios with us. He's running uh, in the second district. You do have a choice, a choice that you know of. Uh, tough decisions have to be made. I'm going to be honest with you now. Uh, when it comes to these dumps, for instance, you don't have to. I mean, you can vote it down, but guess what? You'll be paying more taxes when the EPA come in there and say, you've got to have a place to dump this stuff. And you got to dump it properly. So either way, you're not going to be happy. And so sometimes it's just cho- tough choices to make. I understand what you're saying about, the, uh, you know, you're not wanting to expand, but it's one of those things that you're going to have to have. Somebody's going to have it in their backyard. It is what it is. And, you know, but anyway, Daryl, what are the, some of the things that you see uh, on the horizon potentially for Hines County that you'd like to be a part of? Um, well, again, one of the, the first thing is just getting organized. Um, and then beyond that, there is some very positive development going out on um, um, Lakeland and uh, I-55 that's that's uh, enhancing around that area um, um, that the state is doing. I, uh, we would like to be a part of that just because we need stuff to bring people into Hines County, into Jackson, so that they can... Um, Spend money. When they spend money, then we have resources to work with to, uh, to um, with the taxes and everything else to to make these improvements uh, throughout um, the city and in the county. We're also working on the western part of Hines County. We were, mm-hmm. and we would like to continue <clears throat> to do that uh, with the sewage infrastructure uh, for Western Hines County. That's paramount. That is, that's yeah. the top priority, I yeah. would imagine. So that that right now, it's it's almost at a standstill. Clinton offered up its sewage capacity just to uh, facilitate Continental Tires when they came in. Mm-hmm. So the next, and while, when Continental Tires came in, again, I was part of all of that, and there were some other large industries that were searching as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but several of them walked away because they knew that the, uh, we could not supply them um, their water and their sewage processing capacity that we need. EPA stepping in also with some restrictions on that. Uh, so that's putting a big burden on the town of Bolton, uh, Raymond, uh, Byram, uh, and now Clinton, because, again, Clinton, I think they have one, maybe two more subdivisions that they can do. Mm-hmm. They're going to pretty much hit their capacity. Wow. And so um, um, they're working now, and efforts have been in place to work on that to get the uh, sewage infrastructure in place uh, uh, to handle 
future developments in that area. You know, uh, I had an opportunity to interview the late Leland Speed. It was a two, two or three hour interview, Kingfish has it, uh, in which Leland was talking about the uh, his dad, I think who was mayor at that time, or at one point back in the 40s or 50s, and how they had that forward vision uh, that to be able to bring in the excides and all those little neighborhood manufacturing and uh, companies and businesses that we found throughout the city, hood industries and things like that, that they were going to have to expand the water capacity of the city of Jackson, bring in more water either from the Big Black or the Pearl. And uh, they were debating the options, et cetera, et cetera. Folks, this is what you're hearing here with Daryl. That same vision that you have to have. I mean, if everybody's just going to be off into their own little world, it's all about how I feel, all about me and mine. That's fine if that's what you want to do. But the future is not going to hold back simply because you don't want to change. And so if the capacity is needed uh, for disposal of waste, whether it be liquid or just hard waste or whatever, folks, you got to do it. This, this is called being an adult. And what you're hearing him explain is how you have future growth. Hines County is ripe in terms of the quality of uh, life over in between uh, Clinton and, and Vicksburg in terms of those little small towns. And all we need to do is capitalize on it. We can't do it if everybody's saying, not in my backyard. And uh, I think about Leland them, and they were talking about they were going to have to run a pipe. I forgot the inches they say in diameter. They'd have to run from the Big Black River uh, to Jackson in order to be able to take advantage of all those industries that came in in the 40s, 50s, and 60s that located here that your parents left out the house in the morning wearing those blue uniforms working, made enough money, send you to Jackson State, Alcorn, Mississippi Valley, and all these other places, and still had a little bit to retire on. Now we can't, those jobs are gone, those manufacturing, because we don't have the vision in our leadership. Guys, this is serious jelly. What you see in these prospering communities is not magic. It's planning. They're speaking of planning. What about roads and bridges? Uh, I know the Central Mississippi Planning District and MDOT, they have their, they go around the state doing things like that. You guys participate in that? Uh, yes, and I, I, I learned it the hard way, basically, mm-hmm. is that if you see a new highway, if you see a new road, a bridge, or something like that going up, there's no need of you screaming and hollering today because you didn't get one at the same time they got one. Uh, they, that's not how it works. No. That, uh, <clears throat> if you see a highway or road being done today, that's something that was uh, the seed was planted almost four, if not five years ago. Mm-hmm. And th- it goes through a process, and you're on a list, you're chosen, you get the funding, then the appropriations and all that stuff. By the time you see the road, again, that's five years' worth of work. Mm-hmm. And so now you want your road the next day, and you hadn't even gotten on the list to be considered. So the economic uh, Central Mississippi Planning Development uh, District, uh, the State Economic Development Office, you have to be there early uh, and participate in the long-range planning of the highways, roads, and bridges. Uh, You need to have a plan in place if you're getting ready to do a huge development or subdivision or a new Mm -hmm. thoroughfare or something Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, uh, the commissioners, highway commissioners will tell you, we need to see your plan. Mm -hmm. But if your plan is only to uh, 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 fix the potholes on one little inner city uh, sub street, not even the main street, 
uh, and then you're arguing over that one street, mm-hmm. then you won't even make the cut. Um, right. and, and, and that is frustrating to sit there and watch that you're being left out or even if funding has been put on the table for you to lo- utilize and it's four years later and you hadn't implemented any of those funds. You right. hadn't put up the matching funds for mm. those funds. You lose those funds. Those funds wow. were sitting there at that time. So uh, we walked in on some of that when we first got on the board, and I did serve on the um, Central Mississippi Planning Development District and saw a lot of that. So I am familiar with that as well. Planning. Folks, again, it's not rocket science, but you got to be, you have to have a steady hand. You have to be able to sit down and listen. I know MDOT goes around the state and they ask cities and municipalities, give us your 5, 10, 20 year plan on what you're trying to do. Because we have such low expectations in so many instances, many cases we don't even send people to the meetings. Exactly. We, we've got to do better. This is why we can change somebody who's tried and true out for somebody who's just new and flash in the pan, but we're losing time. We're losing opportunities. I'm just suggesting that you give this, uh, give Dale your consideration for those reasons alone that you're bringing in that stability because everybody else is moving right ahead. I think in in Madison County, they they putting flyovers over I-55 at two or three different places. Right. And, and tying all that uh, together with that open, uh, all that open land with all those new roads and stuff, they're, they're poised for that opportunity that may show up. And we need to do the same thing. It's not rocket science. Right. It, it's it's, it's going to be difficult for us to compete against the, uh, uh, <clears throat> the 55 um, industrial park development that uh, Amazon and all the rest of them went in. It's mm-hmm. a very nice facility, mm-hmm. um, nice area out there. Um, and, again, we've got to compete against that in right. Hines County, and that's going to be tough. Uh, and it baffled me, uh, and I'm sorry if I missed out on the key things that I should have did while I was in office, but it baffled me that even in my last election, uh, my opponent ran off of the premises of putting a Taco Bell on um, on, on Mega Evers. <laughs> and last time I checked, we still don't have a Taco Bell on Mega Evers, uh, but our economic development has to be bigger than that. That's right. Uh, That's right. And, I and, agree. It, and, it, and again, it just baffled me that yeah, that people, had an appeal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People fell for it for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Right. Um, but little, it, you, you don't get a lot of pats on the back for putting infrastructure in and, and, and putting things under the, in the soil that you don't get to see for a few years. So, but you have to plan long term on all of these things. Folks, we're talking with Daryl McQuarter. He's on the ballot on tomorrow, November 7th. Folks, there's a method to the madness. And, you know, this is one of the things that I that I was saying the other night. I spoke to a group, and, folks, we're looking at bunts and base hits. We're not looking at home runs. We've got to stabilize the system, number one, get the systems in place that has good, generally accepted accounting practices being employed in those departments and agencies, et cetera, and then build from there. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to do all the spectacular things and we don't have the infrastructure to even maintain it. If we had that big flash in the sky, we got to go back to the day-to-day and there's no infrastructure. Talking with Dale McCorder. Dale, uh, when we come back, I want you to tell us uh, some of the areas that you're looking for people to make sure they get out to the polls. I'm sure all areas, but if there's any in particular, we want you to shout them out. Our number is 601-879-0002. All right, folks, we're back. It's uh, the day before election. November 7th is on tomorrow. We expect you to go to the polls and vote, vote, vote. And Daryl McCorder will be on that ballot. He's running for District 2 supervisor. 
He's asking for your consideration. Daryl,、uh, what do you need the people to do for tomorrow? Again, go out and、um, cast your votes,、um, vote up and down the ballot.、Uh, make sure you flip the ballot over because I'm on the back side of that ballot for Hines County District 2 supervisor. And that's one of the largest geographical districts in Hines County. And,、um, and so we're asking you to do that.、Um, some of the areas that it includes and covers、um, is the Clinton Pine Haven District, Clinton 1 Clinton,、uh, District, which is where Mississippi College is in downtown、uh, Clinton, Bolton, Edwards,、uh, going northwest. You come all the way up to Brownsville area, Tennant Road area. We have that Pine Haven section. Uh, when you、um, go into Jackson on Northside Drive, we have the Queens and Presidential Hills, College Funeral Home area, Triumphant Church,、uh, all of the Bailey Avenue and、uh, District,、uh, going all the way up to the Jackson Mall, all the way up to University Medical Center. We have Fondren,、uh, Bell Haven, Woodlands, all the way out to Meadowbrook area that we have.、Uh, Cover. So, we cover a large district all the way from inner city downtown Jackson all the way to the extreme northeast where we touch、um, Madison County, Yazoo County, and Warren County uh, uh, line. We do not have the Utica area in our district anymore, but we do, Utica and Learning is not in my district anymore. We do not have,、um, because of redistricting Pocahontas and the Cynthia area, we do not have those in our district anymore. But we do have、um, Raymond One as well. All right. Now,、uh, what should people do there if they go to the ballot, go to the precinct, and they have their names not on the ballot or anything like that? Do you have any advice? Yeah, they can still go ahead and vote and vote affidavit.、Uh, you have several days that you can go in and、um, provide whatever you need to do to make sure that your vote does count, even if you're at the wrong precinct, the wrong place, or if you have problems there. Just make sure you cast a vote, and they'll give you a Um, affidavit ballot to cast it on. So there is still an opportunity, folks, for if you're uncertain about your、uh, location. And、uh, some of these precincts, you know, they may have inadequate parking or the lines may be long. We ask that you prevail. If you would,、uh, stay in line until such time, you know, you get your vote in. But、uh, they're going to be, you know, as, on, as it is on any election day, there'll be some changes, some hip, hiccups, and things like that. But As Daryl pointed out, you can vote affidavit. And you just said that、uh, whatever precinct, let's say it was the wrong precinct, you can still vote an aff- affidavit ballot and then go down there to the courthouse before seven days, five days, or whatever, and show them your ID and all that、right. to get accounted. Correct. So, so if, you're, if, you, if the line at your poll place is too long, you go to where there's not and vote affidavit. And then, but you're going to have to go down to the courthouse and show them your. Voter, or voter, your,、uh, voter ID, but you can circumvent that if, if you really want to vote. And, you know, because they've done that over at the Fairfield location up in Madison.、Uh, they've got such a large voting population in that district, and they put, it in a, put the precinct in an area that has inadequate parking,、uh, just makes it harder and the lines longer. They did it for a reason because they're trying to stifle the vote over there in the Deerfield subdivision area. So you're going to have to prevail. All right, Dale. On tomorrow, we wish you the best, my friend. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on your show today. All right, we'll be reminding folks on tomorrow. Dale McWhorter, he's on the ballot, District 2. I commend him to you highly. We'll take a break. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, we're back, and it is Monday, the day before the election. Excuse me. And this is your host, Radio Strongman. Along with our new employees, it seems like, we've got <laughs> Dave Bishop and Chip Matthews in the studios with us. Uh, folks, they're here. Uh, the election's on tomorrow. They've been running hard. And I tell you what, this is the tag team from WWF or whatever it is. You guys are out there fighting, man. Uh, you got to get out and fight because if you don't fight, you're not going to win. Well, you're no wallflower there, uh, Mr. Matthews. So, Thank you very much. Uh, I'll let you take the lead this time. Uh, what is it you want the people to know going into the election on tomorrow? Why is it important? Sir? Why is it important? Because yeah. Madison County has been voting purple for years, and they have suppressed the conservative vote by putting, like, like in my district, one quarter – of my district votes in a building a, a little bit bigger than these studios. Hmm. Okay? And that's 5,000 people going through one precinct. That's 412 people an hour from mm-hmm. 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. tomorrow, mm-hmm. and it's they can't physically get through. Right. Now, today I went before the Board of Supervisors and told them, 5 o'clock, it's dark. What are you going to do about getting these people where, they won't be, where they'll be safe? And they said... I said, you need to put up some lights. They said they weren't going to put up lights. And then Gerald Steen just called me a little while ago. We're getting lights in these conservative districts where at 5 o'clock you're not standing in the dark. Because I know when the polls close at 7, we're still going to have people standing in line at Fairview. That's just the way it is. Well, that seems to be a tactic uh, used by incumbents, it seems, because in Hines County, uh, the old Eudora Wealthy Library has, you know, it used to be a voting precinct. Right. Well, they moved it down the street, the uh, 664 North State Street. And, you know, I'm sure uh, First Baptist Church would have made their facilities available. Oh, yes. Plenty of parking, plenty. But they wanted to make it as complicated and as hard as possible for the people who normally voted at Eudora Wealthy. Now they got to vote at 664 North State Street. Keep that in mind, folks. So they have the same thing over. Is this the Fairfield? Fairview, uh, that's out by Deerfield on mm-hmm. Old Cannon Road. Mm-hmm. You got 5,000 people. Mm-hmm. Then there's, I have what, 13, dist- 13 precincts, and a fourth of my whole precinct votes there. And in uh, Camden, the big city of Camden, there's three or four precincts. Mm-hmm. There's one precinct where only 61 people vote. And you can't. You could move that whole crew down to Deerfield. You could. I, I've been. I've been asking for it since August. Right. To to get them in, they could have. And Deerfield said they'd give the uh, the student the uh, country club to us for free mm-hmm. on Tuesday. They don't do anything. So, but they said, "Oh no, we're not going to do that." That's really voter suppression. Yeah, tell me about it. I've <laughs> already brought it up several times. And uh, you I'm, need to join the NAACP, sir. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I need the NAACP. And at times, the ACLU should come help me. <laughs> well, you know, life is not fair, but you guys, are, you're battling with the with the uh, uh, with the cards that you've been dealt. And uh, I admire that fight. And both of you guys, you're in it for the right reasons. I do believe Madison County would be very well off with you two. Uh, well, thank in you. office. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank I mean, you, it's man. just. The, I mean, what you're trying to do appears to be. Uh, Guys, we're going to cut this pie down the middle. We're going to get this. We're trying to get the biggest bang for the buck. And that's what I was telling Daryl McCorder, who's running the supervisor there in Hines County. Uh, we just need better stewards of our tax dollars, man. We're not asking for a heart transplant. Yeah, here. you're not. You got to get somebody in there who will just. Yes, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Right. Not. That's a good idea. What's in it for me? Uh, what's in it for me? Or, for instance, they'll pass something and say we're going to get sued anyway, so we'll be on the side of the. 
the wrong person rather than the right person, than the people. And the people are who we're there to represent. And that's mm-hmm. all that matters is we've got to take care of the people. The people have to vote. Now, uh, the low-hanging fruit is that bad road, Yandel Road, and then the low-hanging fruit in Canton is the flood control, which nobody's done anything about, and they've mm-hmm. had meetings on that. And then, it, of course, you've seen a little election blacktop go down here and there about mm-hmm. a quarter of an inch. And I think sometimes they just paint the road black in Canton <laughs> and don't put any tar down. Put, put dirt over it <laughs> and but, paint it black. But we got to do what we got to do, and, uh, and that the people have to have the right to get what they want and when they ask for it. Hmm. And that's that. And we don't, that currently does not occur. Folks, we're here with the uh, candidates for District 4 and 5 there in Madison County. We got Dave Matthews and, no, Dave Bishop. And you guys, are, <laughs> y'all been together. You're joined at the hips now. And they're Siamese twins, I guess. But uh, uh, they're in the studios with us. If you want to call in, our number is 879 and that number is brought to you by Complete Exteriors, Roofing, and Gutters. Dave, what do you got? Man, I'll tell you, it's uh, us being together like this. Is what we're trying to do is uh, we're trying to unite the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, because all over the nation, we seem to be having a problem with the, with the Republican Party being united. Uh, we, we, we support each other. We, we, we work with each other. And the, the reason we're doing this is because there's a lot of power in the party. Right. Okay? That being said... We got to make sure, as a Republican Party, conservative party, that people are getting what they deserve. You have, you've got to have conservative, common sense leadership. And that was a whole lot in just one sentence. First of all, conservative, and you know, the, you just can't live with what that's kind of coming to our country. Mm-hmm. The woke, uh, the schools, uh, not so much schools, the libraries. We it may not be here fully now, but it's going to be here. Well, you see the trend. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's hitting. And I got news for you. If we don't change the dynamics of Madison County, mm-hmm. it'll be here before you know it. And I'm, I'm serious about that. Right. Uh, and I, I hate that. I, I hate because, you know, I raised two children here in Madison County mm-hmm. at public schools. I didn't have to go to private schools. We used public schools. And that's mm-hmm. what we still need right now. Mm-hmm. And we've got good schools right now, but we don't want to lose them. Right. And if we don't stop what's happening as far stop as the, the slide. Yeah, if we don't stop it, that's it's just going to get worse. And then, then we're then we're then we're just hitting it from behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. Then we're trying to catch up. And you know, people complain, and you have a right to complain. It's a free America. But the problem is, if you're going to complain, don't complain. Let's fix it. Mm-hmm. And, and all you got to do is vote. Yeah, how are you going to fix it? You this, vote. This is step one. That's step one. And when you do that, then you got all the people. Then will take over, right? Right. Uh, it's because. Even Biden says, says, I don't work for you. Well, he does. Carl Banks, he works for us. Mm-hmm. All of them. And, you know, it's like Elon Musk said the other day on the radio uh, mm-hmm. and his little Joe podcast. Yeah. I mean, the state of Mississippi is a red state. That's what everybody thinks of us as. But inside this red state, there are a lot of Democratic pockets that are that you spread a little bit of money mm-hmm. and then you own Madison County. Who would ever think that Madison County is not a red county? Right. But it, but it is not, and it is not a red county, right? Because the vote is suppressed, and people don't get out and do what they need to do. That's what it is. People, are, uh, they call it it's going purple. Well, it's not a purple county. I got news for you. It's not a purple county. What's happening is, like Chip, uh, Chip just said, if you don't get out and vote, then yes, it looks like it's a purple uh, purple county mm-hmm. because you're not voting. You have to support us. It's like we support you, folks. This. this Look, we always, when things 
as we sit back and watch the news, we see the country sliding to、uh, southward. We say, what can we This is what you do. This is how it's done. It's not rocket science. There's a method to the madness. Now, Daryl McWhorter, who was just here for Hines County Supervisor District 2, he's running for that position. He made the point, and you might want to mention this to your Fairview、uh, precinct voters. They can go vote at any other precinct affidavit, but they're going to have to go back to the courthouse.、Correct. In other words, if the line is too long, but they definitely want to vote for Chip Matthews and Dave Bishop, that they can vote affidavit, and, but go back and verify it with the voter、uh, your ID or whatever.、Right. Yeah. But that is a way around the long lines, just any precinct at that point. Yes, because they can't turn you down anywhere. Right. I so, mean, when you walk in to vote, you have a right to vote <clears throat> anywhere you go. Right. But you have to. Prove who you are at some point. Right. But with your ID. Right. Well, you know, we're, we're all, everybody's busy every day. And, you know,、uh, voting should not take, you know, a few minutes to be, go through.、Right. And if you can't, if you have to go to the courthouse, if you can't get through there, that's just things that should not be happening.、Mm-hmm. That's suppression in its own, in its own self. Right. right. Because, well, if I can't get it, I'll, just, I'll, I'll do it next time. Right. You know, we don't need that. We need where you're accessible and, and, and free, get in there and get out.、Mm-hmm. To wait in line for, I don't know, two or three hours、yes. to vote. Folks got to work for a living. <laughs> no. Folks, this is your opportunity to get in on change in Madison County. You got two fighters here, no nonsense guys.、Uh, they're taking the fight to the incumbents. You know, I know both of the guys that, that you're running against, but at the end of the day, folks, I want good government. My message is consistent since I've been old enough to vote. I just want good. If you give me that horse, I don't have a problem with you. But I don't have to take less than that simply because you and I know one another, you're my friend. I, I'm expecting you to stand and deliver.、Correct. We have Tim Jenkins on the line. There you go. Yes, sir, Mr. Jenkins. Hey, I'll just,、um, you said something、uh, the first hour, and you just said something again that kind of concerns me telling people that if you don't like the lines to,、uh, To go to another precinct and vote by affidavit. Okay. The, the, the problem with that is state election code says that you vote where you live. And if you go to another precinct, you're right. They'll tell you, I'm sorry, but you'll have to vote by affidavit ballot. But you will find, at least in Madison County, because I was election commissioner for 10 years,、okay. if you go to another precinct and fill out an affidavit ballot, You're going to find out about four days later that your vote did not count because you did not vote where you live. The only way to, to get out of going to your precinct to vote is to vote by absentee ballot at the circuit clerk's house or circuit clerk's office or have an absentee ballot mailed to you. But to vote by affidavit ballot at another precinct, um, you're going to find that that ballot's not going to count. Oh, no, wait a minute. Not going to be counted by who? Say that again? Not counted by who? In other words, who, who's going to be the one turning it down? The, the election commission will look at it. And what the election commission looks at first is were they a registered voter? Okay. And then, and then you have to say, then there's on the envelope, it says, have you moved recently? Well,、mm-hmm. if you haven't moved recently and you're not voting in your precinct, they're not going to count that ballot because you did not vote. Where you live. And that's the other problem. That's the only problem you have there is if you go、that's, to another precinct, I may not be on that ballot. And you're supposed well, to be voting for that. That's right. Well, you're not going to be because、yes. if you go to another precinct, like, 
uh, Fairview or Fellowship on uh, 51. Mm -hmm. The last time I was in there, they had eight different ballots for one precinct. Well, listen, because because they've got districts two, four, and five voting at Fellowship, and they've got districts uh, one and five voting at at Fairview. So if you go to another precinct, they're not going to have the ballot you need. Well, I wasn't thinking about going all the way to the other side of the county. I was thinking, like, you know, the next precinct over. But now now you're bringing up a good point, and I'm glad you called in to clear this up. Now, in light of COVID and all the rulings that – that the courts upheld about all the changes in election law that was done on the fly, I think the person have a good chance of getting that ballot counted. But you do have the ten day certification process. Yeah, yada, but, yada, um, yada. You got a, you got a lot of dynamics there. And it's probably wrong, but I would bet you your paycheck that you that vote ain't gonna count because uh, state state election code didn't change, has not changed since COVID. I know, but what um, changed was the fluidity of what. You can't. In other words, they weren't throwing out any votes. They were. They were. They were counting votes that weren't even signed properly. So well, the fact that you voted right, in a different so, precinct, you would think that. But anyway, right. I appreciate that. I mean, it makes sense what you're saying. Oh, he. he yeah. No. If he you, knows if this. You go to another precinct first. You're not going to get the ballot you want. Second, you're not voting where you live, so it's not going to count. Okay, Tim. I appreciate that, man. Thanks for that illumination. Appreciate you. All right. Appreciate that. You know. Uh, uh, that's interesting because uh, you would think that if you went in there and you have an affidavit ballot, because that's all they keep telling us, every vote count, every vote count. You don't even need to be a citizen, every vote count, but you can't vote from a different precinct. You can't really vote from a different ballot because that's the problem. If you had your ballot mm-hmm. at every precinct, then that would be okay. But you're, I'm not appearing on in well, all of, you know, well, yeah, and I, I wouldn't expect people in District 2 to go to District 3 to vote. Right. But I would expect people in District 2 to go to, for instance. But, but where, the next precinct is across the street, and it's in another district. Oh, it Stuff is? like that. Yeah, uh, that is the reality. Okay, well, in that case. <laughs> I mean, because. Okay, well, then don't do it. Stand <laughs> in line until you vote for Chip and Dave Bishop, because we yeah. need their. <clears throat> don't go home tomorrow night unless you voted for Chip or David. Well, well, what about the absentee voters? You got something there about absentee well, voting? We got, I, I, okay. He brought a list well, to Well, us. hold on here. We're going to take a break. We're talking with Dave Bishop and Chip Matthews, and they're running tomorrow for District 4 and District 5. They're looking for your consideration. Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, I want to remind you about our good friends over at Cork and Door Company. That's right, folks. You'd be surprised the value that a garage door can add to your home, especially when you consult with Cork and Door. Go to Cork and Door, C-O-R-K-E-R-N, door.com, and let them, let Chris and Sissy bring 50 years of business, knowledge, and experience to bear on your project. That's right, folks. Curb appeal, added value, and happiness from seeing a garage door that just brings joy every time you see it, every time you raise it up and down. So find out what's new in the world of Garage Door by checking out CorkinDoor.com or give them a call, 601-922-3667. Be a cut above all the rest with a Cork and Door from the best. All right, let's go back to our uh, celebrities here today. We've got Dave Bishop and Chip Matthews. They're running hard. You got you guys are really putting in some, some work. How, how many hours a day are you guys doing this? Oh, I, I start at 5 or 6 a.m. Yeah, and today, we started here. It mm-hmm. looks like we're finishing here. Right. And then going to put some signs out in the dark. All right. <laughs> 
it's a, it's really it's a never-ending uh, task because we want to make sure we meet or get to each and everybody in Madison County in our in our districts. You know, and we we're out there every day, uh, even on the weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, usually I don't like working on Sundays; that's kind mm-hmm. of my rest day. But this is so important to Madison County. I was out there on Sundays, mm-hmm. you know, knocking doors. Because we just can't get to all of it. You just, you just can't assume that it's going to be okay. You got but cover all the bases you can. You got you got to do all you can. And we've had some help. And you know, you know uh, the Republican Party is kicking in a little bit, helping us out, which they should, mm-hmm. uh, because we're running for them, mm-hmm. and we're running for the party, we're running for the people. It's not for us. I mean, you know, it's it's. Well, we appreciate your offering yourselves up and your sacrifice. T- tell us about these absentee ballots, guys. Okay, right now in <clears throat> my precincts. Uh, I've had 240 people have already voted at Fairview. Mm -hmm. And in my other 13 precincts, only 383 people have voted. Mm. So the people at Deerfield. They're pretty hyped up. Oh, yes. And and I I, I ought to thank D.R. Horton because he has energized the base (laughs) there. And and that that is good. And then I would say out of the 623 people that have voted, I'm pushing about two-thirds of that. I can identify as my people. Folks, uh, this D.R. Horton uh, subdivision that they got going, <laughs> unbeknownst to me, I mean, I had heard about the project. I wasn't aware that that's who was behind this. But uh, folks that I've talked to across the country, folks, you're not going to be happy. You're not going to be happy with what's going on. Uh, this owner finance type stuff, all that they're talking about, baby, you're going to have problems. Well, let's just say, hey, why move back to Jackson when we can bring Jackson to you? <laughs> That's essentially what you're going to get. But, you know, sometimes it's going to take a, lot, a while for people to learn. If you don't go to the polls tomorrow, you're going to be shocked and dismayed when you find that your property values start to tumble. And it's not because the houses are bad houses. It's the content of the character of the folks that they draw. My friend down in Mobile was explaining to me, man, they're being sued out their socks down there. For bringing in what, let's just say, things that are in uh, contradiction to the law. You know, it's kind of like this. Anytime you do business with anybody, especially when it concerns money like that, mm-hmm. you know, you as a governing body, such as the supervisors, you have a responsibility to the, to the taxpayers to do your due diligence mm-hmm. on these on these type of things. And this is, I brought this up on, on other shows with Clay, but just all these but you can look back at Madison County when you've had these wasted projects, money being spent for no reason, for for studies and all this. Don't think the airport studies, the two airport studies, uh, the, uh, the some sulfur, park, park and, and, and Sulphur Springs, Sulphur Springs Park, mm-hmm. uh, the the disabled park that was supposed to come to Madison County years ago, and it was a it was a scam. But the county fell for it, and they spent millions of dollars. This is what we're trying to stop. You know, you've got to do your due diligence. You've got to know what you're doing. When somebody comes to your office, they want to do something. Well, they don't even know who these people are. I mean, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. They're from you want to build some houses? Let's go. More money, more money, more money. And that's that's something that people have to, have to understand, that we're, we're not here to do that. And they are not listening to the people. I mean, it's just like your guy earlier today. When 600 people walk in your office to talk, you, you, you've you got to listen and, and to say, 
I mean, I've seen people throw their hands up in a supervisor meeting and say, we're going to get sued anyway. We'll side with these people because those people have to organize and get some money and sue us. And and <laughs> and, and <laughs> that's not the way it's supposed to work. The Wait. people... The people don't want to have to go in their pocket. Allegedly, you're supposed to be representing them. Right. So you shouldn't have to hire your own attorney to go after someone who is not wanted. Right. I try to tell people all the time is, you know, just because it's legal doesn't mean it's right. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the county says, well, it's passed this code, it's passed this code, it's passed its code, but it hasn't passed the people's code. Okay? That's the ones that have to do it. Just because they did all, the, all they're supposed to do, that's okay. But they have to approve it. The people have to approve this. And if they don't, then the supervisors have responsibility. Who are you protecting? So like when Carl Banks said he felt sorry for the, uh, the contractor because mm-hmm. he was treated so bad. Well, mm-hmm. how about caring? How about feeling sorry for the people that they're fixing? Mm-hmm. And Carl also on a WLBT the other day on an article on something he did there. He says, well, we drew the lines the way we wanted to draw the lines. <laughs> it was just like if, if they were in office, they'd draw them their ways. Well, you know, David beat them on the old line, so they had to come up with a new line for David. Yeah, he, uh, I, th- <laughs> I think one of the quotes Carl Banks said was, well, David would have done the same thing if he was in there. And my, my, my response would be, well, why would I do that when I won? <laughs> even if it's just by two, if, you if won. Not, see, even by two votes, the people spoke. Mm-hmm. That's how it should be. You know, that's how it should be. But to tell, you know, and I was talking to Clay Ed this morning. He said, well, he just told people right out in public that redistricting was for him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for you. <laughs> I mean, he almost admitted that. And then that shows you where his mindset is. Well, he's being honest. He's being frank. Well, there's nothing wrong with He's being candid. <laughs> nothing wrong with being honest. <laughs> but, you know, again, I look at people all the all I drive this county. He's driven this county. And there's so many things that we could do with the money this county has mm-hmm. and do things correctly. And every penny count. It really does. You it, guys, you know, the people of Madison County, the elected officials here today, for the most part, have done pretty good about accumulating a pile uh, to work from kind of spreading the cost of building up the county and maintaining it, but that doesn't—that's not a license to be foolish with the money. Well, no, and, and then you, you, uh, when you do these things, you got to do it the correct way. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always there's a process for everything you do, and if you're going to have <clears throat> growth and you want growth, mm-hmm. well, you got to be able to support it. Right. And if you can't support it, then it was, it's no reason for it to be there. And that's what's happening now is like the, the homes. They, they're uh, building more homes, and they're not thinking about the school area and the people where they have to go to school and uh, everything in that area. It's just like today we in the supervisor meeting, they were talking about the money that they shorted Canton mm-hmm. since 2008. Right. Well, guess what? They've got a bunch of citizens that were shorted also that are going to fall into the gap of their older refund over the last five or six years, and they're only going to be able, by state law, refund the last three years. Mm. That ought to be interesting to see how that shakes out. I think this is what they had. Uh, they were talking about that, right. getting that money back, and they are talking about the statute of limitations. Yes, that's what this. we're talking about. But mm. it also applies from the state and the, and the county. The, the, uh, the response by, uh, I think, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, by Carl Banks was, well, I don't care about the statute of limitations. Well, <laughs> that he's not going to pay them or he wants to pay them? Well, 
that they are or they are, but the thing is, he doesn't care about the laws. Oh, okay. That's but, what I'm trying to allude to. Well, he can't pay it. I mean, if this law says he's going to pay it out of his well, bond. And, and he shouldn't, but that the thing is, well, we can't pay this because of the statute of limitations. You can't say, well, I don't care about the statute of limitations. And I don't understand. Again, he's being candid. How can you set a budget <laughs> and not know you didn't pay out the money, and then you come back and you – I mean, every time I turn around, they do something. You you start adding it up. It's a million dollars. You you lost. You can't keep up with a million dollars. <laughs> you know, I know we we got a big budget here, but you can't find a million dollars, and you it, and it slipped your mind. You gotta, I don't understand that. And you got to look. They try to make things hard, uh, difficult. Uh, we'll say difficult. For example, uh, voting precincts. You know, the biggest population of Madison County is down south Madison County. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been the, uh, originally Madison and all the area. and uh, But they have about, each one of the District 1 and 2 has about five precincts. Five, four, mm-hmm. and five. Uh, mm-hmm. You take, uh, like, uh, in District 4, I've got 16 precincts. Mm-hmm. 16. Mm-hmm. And you got four or five within a four-block area. I've Why got, is that? I've got 14 mm-hmm. in my district. And uh, who who's the most rural? You guys have the oh, we're about the same. We're about the same. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm 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 Farm Haven. I'm Shaco out by Ratless Ferry, and I'm uh, Camden. So mm-hmm. and then, but you know, it's, 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 I have people talk all the time. Well, you got rural area, and you know, there's more money, there's more money, more taxes being paid down in, in the southern part of the county. I said, well, that's not exactly true. I mean, you got folks out here in West uh, West Madison County that pay. A whole lot of money in taxes. <laughs> yes, in the states. Up and, and what are they getting for it? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I drove up there yesterday. I, I look at the roads, and it's just the old. I think they DBST roads. The old. Uh, it's not really asphalt. Mm-hmm. But the, you know, it, it, it wears out after a while. But mm-hmm. the, the representation is just not there. Folks, we're talking with Dave Bishop, Chip Matthews. They're running hard, folks. I'm, I'm telling you, we got two fighters here. I mean, if you want, you want some fighters on your team going into the board of supervisors who's going to be good stewards, they're laying it out there, song and verse. Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's take a quick break. All right, folks, we're back with the colorful Dave Bishop and Chip Matthews. And that's four and five, right? Districts four and five. Four District and five, five. Yep. Yeah. And they're running hard. They're looking for your uh, assistance on tomorrow. They need everybody, all hands on deck. Folks, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where we who call ourselves uh, patriots, uh, we kind of fall down. We, uh, well, I get around to it. No, no, this is this is where we make our bacon. This is it's made or uh, uh, not made on tomorrow. And uh, we need you to see this thing through. We don't ask them, a lot of you, uh, but this is what's required. Well, it's, it's, uh, this is going to be the chance or the opportunity that could set Madison County up for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will actually change the dynamics, get it back to where it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, a good conservative county. And I, I, don't, I don't like people saying, well, it's going purple, it's going purple. Well, it's, it's, the population is not going to let it go purple. Mm-hmm. But if people don't vote, that it can go purple. Mm-hmm. You got so that, to vote to be heard. Mm-hmm. And that's and we've pushed this and pushed this and pushed this. To probably, people are probably tired of hearing it, but you got to vote. I mean, right. it's, it's real simple. Like I said, it's not rocket science. Right. right. And if you're going, if you want some say so in what happens in your life, then take the opportunity. You have a right to vote. People have died for that right. Mm-hmm. Don't throw it away. <clears throat> I mean, it's a shame to to have a right like that and then just let it go. Mm. How are you going to change anything if you don't get involved? 
And it doesn't take a lot. Go out there and fill out that that that, that uh, ballot, mm-hmm. and you've done your part. Do you uh, um, advocate uh, people bringing and texting, and telling everybody else to go vote? Also, keeping everybody reminded. Oh yeah, get on out there. Oh, I man. mean, I'm tell- I take a friend to vote. You know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I know it sounds corny, but hey. Mm-hmm. When you get in the car and your neighbor always telling you what he likes and what he doesn't like and what he doesn't like about his area, say, well, let's just go make sure we get a chance to say what we want to do and get in the car and let's go vote. You need to put them in the car. It's it, it's painless. All you got to do is go in and just vote. Fill in the little dot. Make sure you fill out the front page, fill out the back page, and then you'll feel better for it. They'll give you a little sticker, and you'll be happy. Where are you guys located on the ballot? First page on the second page. Second page. Second page. So you guys need to flip it over. Make sure you look for their name. And uh, uh, if you don't see mine, you'll probably see David's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's again. This is going to be when when we win both these seats, Mm -hmm. you'll have a actually five Republicans on the board. Mm -hmm. That's 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 really good. And you can come to the meeting, and you can call us anytime. Call, I'll, I'll forward your calls to David if you need to talk to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I say that's a good. You know, I've, I've talked to people all over this. Even when I run the first time, uh, I, people such as Carl Banks or Paul Griff, they've been here for so long. They've gotten so comfortable with their position, they don't feel they have to listen to you or even talk to you. Are they campaigning? Well, they are a lot more this time. Hey, <laughs> I, I saw some out. I, I, I've never seen as many signs as I have in his. Have now, of course, I have more signs than everybody. I just right. want everybody to know that. And they're all different. Mm-hmm. I have the signs next to signs, and they think I'm running against myself. There's so many signs out there. But uh, but that is, I, I saw Paul out uh, campaigning on Yandel Road, and uh, he probably needed to carry a put on a helmet. Because they, they don't I, really like him out there. I don't. I don't know if Carl Banks is actually out there. He's got his minions doing it for him. And I was talking to a guy the other day. He said, "Well, has anybody help you put out these signs?" I said, "I don't want nobody else putting them out for me. I want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to see me. You don't need to see somebody doing it for me." Mm-hmm. Uh, and but I've seen uh, his people out there uh, putting out signs. I've never seen him out there. Right. Uh, he, of course, I don't know if he's been out there or not. I'm not going to say one way or the other, but I know I have. What but, is that you want to do? You, you've been there before on the board. What is that you want to uh, see continued or you want to, you know, I mean, that, that you're passionate about? I know, obviously, good government and quit the wasteful spending. Well, that's always, that's always that, you know, infrastructure, the same old things. But what I really want to do is what I started when we first went in. Now, we started making the... Uh, the supervisors' meetings on televised, you can see them. Mm-hmm. You know, that way you can come and see. If you can't make it down there, you can watch us. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that their government is accessible to them, mm-hmm. one way or the other. Uh, we actually changed uh, uh, one of the meetings to in the in the month. They have two meetings a month to at uh, 5.30 in the afternoon for the folks to get off work. Mm-hmm. Well, that's been changed back now. They're both at 9 o'clock. <laughs> but I'm messing want, up that day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want people to have the voters to have ac- access to their their their, their uh, uh, government employees, mm-hmm. uh, which is what we are. Uh, and even when I we got uh, when Carl Banks sued me for for four years, uh, people would say, "Well, why don't you just quit? Just get out of it." I said, "That's not what they've hired me for." You're not a quitter. I'm not a quitter, and I'm not going to quit for you for sure because you voted me in. And I just want to make sure that they have good, solid representation. They have access to their government on a daily basis. 
And again, like you said, we will make sure they have their the uh, the, the money's accounted for and it's spent correctly, smartly. Uh, you know, just infrastructure has to be. It's always is. It's very important for safety reasons mm-hmm. and for development. If you're going to have economic development, and and can I mean, uh, Madison County has that in spite of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, and they're catching up. And you've got tons and tons of jobs in Canton. Yeah. And you've got nowhere to live in Canton. Mm, you know, sure. that's, that's the truth. And yeah. uh, uh, we just get, and we have not built the roads like the other day. You, you have a grass fire that shuts down the entire interstate. Mm. If we had built more roads, you could it's divert them somewhere, but mm. you can't. I mean, you've got uh, that road down there that Trey was talking about this morning that, what is it, that comes down in your district, uh, can't remember that needs that I, i'm lost now there's a bunch of i don't know which one you're talking about there's a bunch of out there needed but uh there's, there's roads that have just not been finished and road projects that need to be corrected and every time you come in we're trying to buy the right-of-ways and there's that and the other no you're not well, it, at it, some point you can't say that every time for five six seven eight nine mm-hmm. years you're not doing it well it's right. sort of like i think i talked to you this but last time you know you don't plan or uh pre-plan sort of like uh gluckstadt road right you know, they say, well, we got We have to buy all these right-of-ways. And the question, the, the point is, well, if you done it right the first time, if you if you'd already had that done the first time, when you got ready to widen that road, you had to worry about it. Yeah, that, that's and that goes back to that planning. You planning, know, imagine that. Anytime you had all that raw <laughs> land and you already got growth coming in that direction, you need you don't you don't get a right away for three lanes. You get a right lane right away for as much as you can as possibly can get and get the uh, utility companies to go ahead and put the poles back further, so you don't have to have to redo that. That's where you can save a little money right. and get a little more mileage out of that dollar. Exactly. Yeah. And again, that's what happened with Gluckstadt Road. They're trying to widen it, but you're going to go so far. Right. And then when you, if you then you got to remove all you got to get all the utilities out of the way. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot more expensive, like you were talking about. Right. If you do it right the first time, mm-hmm. it's going to be cheaper. It's going to be a lot more economical, a lot more economical. Well, you would think, and given the years' experience you say the folks had on there, that that should have been something they saw. I mean, this is not their first well, you would think You would I think mean, so. You would think they were fighting and fighting and fighting for all that area to, to grow, and now you've got tons and tons of buildings with a little bit of parking, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and that's that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's bad. Like, for instance, if you're opening up a restaurant and you ain't got any parking, you got a problem. Yeah, that's something that, you know, just from my real estate background, I'm looking at this, okay, number one, the square footage for the businesses. That, I mean, you know, the market is bearing what it bears. I understand that. Yeah. But still, you got to sell drinks like it, $20 a glass to, to make go. your numbers. And I'm saying, guys, this is short-sighted. I know the developers is counting their beans. Oh, man, we're going to make a killing. You're making a killing, but it's going to be short-term. Yes, it's, it's short-term use, money. Yeah, and so that's why... Folks, if everybody would just take a step back, there's plenty of opportunity here. If everybody just say, look, this is how everybody eats. Because I'm, I'm of that mindset. Everybody's got to eat. Because if you can't eat, you're going to rob me. If yep. you get hungry enough, you're going to rob me. Yeah. And I want to be able to leave my garage door open up because you got everything that I have in my garage. So you ain't got to steal my lawnmower. Right. And so, but if you get to the point where only body, only person that's going to eat is you, you're going to get robbed. That's, that's right. How, that's how it works. Well, yeah, and it's, it's the sad thing. I hate, I hate seeing that... Uh, People in Canton, for example, you know, they live in the same. They live in the same streets, the same infrastructure. They have been that way for forty years. No, that that's, and, and they, that's eighty years. And they're still voting in the same people. Right. And all that reminds me of is like Benny Thompson up in the Delta. Mm-hmm. You know, the, it's the poorest part of the country. Right. 
And this is just a reflection of that or this reflection of Jackson. Right. Well, Benny you don't know. look like he's poor. No. <laughs> but the point being is, and, and, and when you go out there and you see this, and they want to change, they want something better. Well, you know, the thing is, you need about 10 or 15% of the people who want change. The other folks, for whatever reason, they're not interested. They don't see the possibilities. I tell y'all, and anybody who's running for office, you need to read Chief Philip Martin's book, his his biography, mm-hmm. and he talks about having to address that same thing amongst his people where they just didn't see it could be any better. And it takes guys like you to come in there and show them, and then they look around, man, I'm, I'm glad you did this, bro. See, yeah. I used to work with the chief for a Is while. Is that right? Yes. I've, well, I've worked everywhere, it seems. <laughs> you like uh, Forrest Gump, man. But I like, I like chief, when, he, especially when he – and then I learned about Chief Pushamataha and all of that up there yeah. and why the lake. It's yeah. a, he's a great guy. Now, that's the guy with the catfish, right? Huh? No, I'm sorry. No, Pushamataha. <laughs> no, I know. I, I saw the picture of him up there at the uh, uh, oh, yeah. Cock of the Walk. But anyway, let's yeah. take a quick break, folks. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. The final few minutes of the Kim Wade Show. We got Dave Bishop and Chip Matthews. They're running hard, seeking your vote on tomorrow. Guys, y'all want to take this altar call here? I want to do one thing. Go ahead. Don't mind. Hit it. I got one thing to say. If you want change, like we've always said, I want to just say it and say it and say it. Mm. Just help us help you get out there and vote. If just take a few minutes out of your day. You know, get away from work or get before you go to work. But please exercise your right to vote for the change that you want. That's really all I really got to say about that. Just get out and vote. It's you got to get through the doors. You got to go out there and vote. If you, you don't persevere. go, if you don't go vote, nothing's going to happen. I almost did, did a rock commercial. <laughs> Gather up your friends, get to the polls, vote. <laughs> You got to persevere, yeah, regardless you, of the lines. The it, weather's going to be good and cooperating on tomorrow. Yes, oh, the weather's going to be great. And we got lights at the precincts now at mm-hmm. at, at, the, at uh, the conservative precincts where mm-hmm. where we don't have enough room to vote to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tell people, also people, take pictures of your precincts and what you see when you're there. Report what you see when you see something that is wrong. Call the Secretary of State's office. They have a telephone number. You just call them at the, and ask for the voting division and report things. Report things to your clerk. If you see something, say something, because that's the only way we're ever going to clean this stuff up. Right. I mean, fair elections is what we need. People that, you know, you want to see, if they're not checking people's IDs at a precinct, say something. You know, if you don't, if, if you walk in and your ballot's not out, say something. If they run out of ballots, call it in that they ran out of ballots because they may not have. You know, one of the things, the last people voting around the 7 o'clock area, uh, era, look at the uh, signature book and see if all the signatures look the same. Just just as a note. Say, there's hey, not, there's not a signature book anymore. Oh, that's right. They do use the electronics. They though. use the electronics. But when the precincts close, this son, you got to remember, yeah. they've got to print them out. In the primary, they didn't print them out. So you didn't have anything to compare to. Hmm. You could, you know, you had ballots, but now they're supposed to keep those images. So you keep images of the ballots. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So you would yeah. have that, right, in the future. If and you that's have, what David L. Archie is complaining but about. But if they don't print it out, you don't <laughs> have it. There's a lot of things that, when they close these polls, we're going to be standing on top of to make sure we see everything. And there's, there's no reason for. It. And if you guys get in there, you guys need to address the whole voting machine issue. Oh. There's those machines have too many points of failure, potential failures that that needs to be addressed. That's well, I mean, you know. They don't like a pen and a piece of paper to vote, but, mm-hmm. I mean, we're basically getting there mm-hmm. to where 
the best way to vote is the way it all started. One piece. And of make paper. everybody dip their thumb in ink. <laughs> make sure we <laughs> you got the right person, <laughs> folks. Guys, again on tomorrow we encourage you. Dave Bishop, Chip Matthew. That's four and five. Look for their names wherever you vote, and if you see it, stroke it. All right, and don't forget Dan Dickerson. He's also running. He's a good man. He's a fair man, and he's running in District Four Election Commissioner. Give Dan your consideration. Guys, appreciate you. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Appreciate you. See you on the radio. Peace.